0: this is not just another golf podcast this is golf underground this is is golf Golf underground Underground. we just happen to be the third funniest podcast in golf we interview pga tour pros hall of fame athletes rock stars business leaders Sure, we talk
1: about golf, but we have fun. All right, let's do it. Welcome Welcome to to Golf Golf Underground. Underground. Now your hosts, Wardo,
2: Sully, Sully, and MLB MLB Hall Hall of Famer, George George Brett. Brett. Thanks for joining the Golf Underground. Now the Golf Underground is brought to you by Star Companies, KC. Experience a more energy efficient and comfortable home. With STARS insulation services. Regain functional medicine, feel better, function better, move better, and look better. Regal Distributing, specializing in the distribution of food service and professional cleaning supplies to a variety of industries. Cowell Insurance, providing brokerage and risk management services for over 25 years. Sonoorthopedics, care plans backed by research and clinical results tailored perfectly to individual needs bobsite ford and bobsite independence kia where you'll score a double eagle on your next car or truck sheridan's unforked eating good and feeling good lewisburg ford nobody sells more f-150s than lewisburg ford and celebrity greens put a custom pga caliber putting green in your backyard for the ultimate golf experience now onto the program Hey, welcome to Golf Underground. We are back in the stable with my boys who I haven't seen in two months. My boy, Wordo. Hi. Hi. It's good to see you. Good to see We're you. family member. George, he's been traveling the globe. He's so in Creston, Butte. So have you. Huh? So have you. I, I don't go to fancy. Well, I guess I did go to a fancy yeah. place. What am I saying? Yeah. Right, George. If you can't be rich like you, you just hang out with rich friends. I mean, that's my goal too. Well, you know, I mean, you're so doing, I'm hanging out with Wardo. You're doing <laughs> and that's dumb. Papa Wardo. Well, we got a great uh, show for you. Of course, um, it's been an interesting few months as our boys, the uh, the Hillier brothers, who are Jayhawks through and through, via New Zealand. Have had a pretty successful year down at the PGA Latin America Tour. And, of course, a big thing happened, Charlie. Top five. He gets into the Corn Fairy Tour. Big things are happening. He was scrapping around with his uh, little brother down there uh, for a little bit. Of course, um, Harry had a hell of a year. So we thought it was time to bring in one of the creators of this talent, the molder, the Michael <laughs> Michelangelo of New Zealand golfers. Introduce Coach.
1: Coach Bermel, it's been how many years
3: at Kansas now? I'm starting year 12 now, so yeah.
1: Came from Colorado State. Talk through some of the best players you've uh, coached over the years.
3: You know, there's been a few. Um, Zach Johnson, obviously, Drake, uh, has had a great career. Uh, Ryder Cup captain this year. Um, he was actually the number two man on his high school team and number two, three guy at Drake, so what a career he's had. Uh, out on the PGA Tour. Uh, Coach Jason Knutson up in, uh, at Iowa State, uh, played on the Asian Tour for a number of years, did really well. Um, Martin Laird at Colorado State. Uh, I think he's been on the PGA Tour now 15 years, won four times. And then uh, Chase Hanna at Kansas, um, DP World Tour, probably one of the best competitors I've ever coached um you know when he when he played it was a lot like when george ran out of the dugout when he had the bat tar he
0: he was pine tar not bat tar pine tar pine
3: tar tar. yeah yeah whatever that was harry doesn't know what that means no he doesn't and then of course team hillier uh, uh recruited charlie uh and unfortunately, I had to take Harry.
4: <laughs> Consolation package. Yeah. Hey, Coach, I got good news and bad so, news.
3: I'm coming, but you got to bring my brother, too.
1: Which, oh God, which a Hillier, which Hillier uh, was a more of a
3: challenge to
4: Coach? <laughs>
3: Come on. That's kind of a loaded question, uh, but easy to answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, you know, brothers, obviously, completely different personalities um harry runs at a little different pace than charlie um (laughs) charlie would actually listen he he got himself sideways a couple times but uh he would actually listen and then after harry tried it his way and it didn't work then he started listening a little better but uh both of them great players fun to be around Probably had a little too much fun at times in college, but they both survived, both graduated. Mm. Harry, I don't know how he graduated, but he did graduate <laughs> from the University of Cad.
0: I <laughs> got a video I want to show you, you of answers. Harry in my living or in my kitchen <clears throat> at about two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about one in the morning. <laughs> and and he's dancing and he's singing a song and he's pouring wine over his head, over his head in my kitchen.
4: Uh, well, let me step in here, George. We we grilled out that day, and we had a little bottle stashed under your grill outside. And we were it was buttery shards, was it not? yes so it was. And
5: uh, George <laughs> didn't know
4: how to work his uh, Alexa in his living room, and he goes, "How do you work this thing?" And I'm like, uh, "Hey, Alexa," and it goes, "Yes," it starts talking back to him. <laughs> So I showed him how to how to use it, and he goes, "Hey Alexa, tell me about George Brett," and then it just goes on this minute long spiel about how bad he was at baseball.
0: <laughs> and then I said, "Tell me about Harry yeah, Hillier." Yeah. He says, "Doesn't exist, yeah.
2: <laughs> and he will never exist." The, the DA's voice yes. kind of popped oh, in. Classic. Did George so for the next three hours just talk to Alexa? <laughs> tell me how good I was in '91. Oh, I mean, you tell meeting, me. <laughs> I woke up
4: and- I woke up at 6.30 and
5: he's still talking.
4: So,
2: Coach, back to the Zach
1: Johnson thing. I don't think I've ever asked you this, but, all right, he's number two or three on your team, a solid, great player, good player. Did you ever in a million years think he would have the success and or the Masters and now Ryder Cup captain that he had?
3: No, not at all. But, you know, when I started coaching, and this is, I think, year 32, Early on in my career, I was talking to John Means, who was the coach at Minnesota, and he said, if I can give you one piece of advice, he said, if somebody tells you, one of your players said, I want to turn pro after I graduate, don't say they're not good enough. Because at the PGA Tour, nobody tells you you're not tall enough, you don't hit it far enough. If you post the scores, you can Mm -hmm. play on the PGA Tour. Mm -hmm. And I remember – When he graduated, I said, Zach, what are you going to do? I didn't coach him his senior year. I'd gone to Iowa State. I recruited him and coached him for three years. And my wife and I were down at the graduation party. I said, Zach, what are you going to do? And he said, I'm going to turn pro. And I about choked on my drink. I'm like, you're the number three man at Drake, and you're going to turn pro. And he did, and, you know, I saw him a couple years later. I said, how long are you going to do this? He said, Coach, when I stop getting better – I'm gonna quit. I hate this lifestyle. I hate traveling around the country and driving everywhere. He was playing on the Hooters tour at that time. <laughs> but he said, I'm still getting better every year. So, that's oh, a good way to look wow. at it.
2: Wow. Yeah. Right? And of course, I mean, you look. all you had to do was look at the last major and realize that size doesn't really matter, right? Harmon. Right. Yeah. I mean, how tall is he? He's five, five six. six. Yeah. It looks like. I know. dominate that. Yeah. Well, tower didn't didn't over that guy.
5: Didn't
0: didn't it, destroy him. Wasn't he the guy that won Augusta and never went for a par five and two?
2: Yeah. Didn't he Zach lay up was, every yes. time? Zach was, yeah. Now, yeah, how yeah. about that? Because those well, guys are, are. It's incredible. A bit like David Toms. Remember David Toms? Didn't he, was yep. it the PGA? PGA that he would, yeah. And everyone was going for it. He would lay up, right? And. It, he would get his birdies. He'd get his sure. birdies that way. Hey, I want to go back to something, and um, I want to go back to to this um, Harry Hillier. we just, and then we'll we'll stop. We'll we'll stop this topic. But is there any way you would role play with me, um, like a typical scenario? Okay, so here it is. All right, you've got practice. It's Tuesday. What time of afternoon would the practice? Oh, uh, about one o'clock. Okay, one o'clock. So it's 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 about twelve fifty eight. He comes rushing through the the locker room door. You're you know you're you got your whistle. You know your golf whistle. <laughs>
5: you know the fog yeah, horn. You're,
2: you're kind of so you're. I mean, you're feeling it. All the kids, all the kids are just like, Coach, I'm ready to go. And and here he comes. And so. And I want this as lifelike as possible. Tell me what you're saying to me. And I'm a little frazzled right now. Yeah. yeah. Harry, where in the hell have you been all night? So, Coach, um, I, have a, I had a big exam today, and the library was open all night. And um, I, you know, I was there probably 10 to 1045. I had to go home and shower it up because uh, this is a really important practice to me. And I can't say that in a New Zealand accent, but that's just, you know. Sure. Mate? Harry, Harry, why do you
3: want to lie to me? <laughs> There's two reasons you're late, Harry. One, you're the dumbest person I know, and you can't tell time. Or two, you don't give a shit. Which one is it?
2: So, Coach, it's not that at all. You know, I just think you're wrong on this one. Um, I care. I've never felt so in tune with something in my life. You gave me a chance, Coach. Mate, mate, you gave me a co- – uh, and my brother. So you see, I don't want to disappoint him either. So, so Coach, I, I'm a liar. LAUGHTER Point well taken.
4: (laughs) All right. How how close was that? Um, There was a little more language involved in there, but it was, (laughs) Harry, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) I don't know, coach. I'm still hammered. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) So you didn't lie.
5: Depends
2: how drunk I was. <laughs> <laughs> Still. <laughs> uh, all right. So co- coach, take us, take us way back. Um, um, how'd you get introduced to the game of golf? Because it's been your whole life. And, and I don't know if you ever planned for this, but there was that one day where you kind of get intro- introduced to it. I grew up in a small town, Iowa. And nine-hole
3: course, no sand traps. Three par threes, three par fours, and three par fives. I'm the third of four boys. And my dad used to take us out to the golf course, and, and we would just take off playing golf with sawed-off clubs. You know, I'm the third of four, so the, the clubs would just get handed down. And my older brother, John, who's a uh, in the PGA program, Club Pro, uh, he was obviously pretty good, and that kind of motivated me. I, I need to get better to beat John. And I'm a Division Three golfer. Uh, he was, too. He was much better than me, but kind of chased him. And then he got into the PGA, and, you know, back then in the early 80s, those assistant pros are working 80 hours a week. Right. You know, they're working Tuesday through Sunday, playing on Monday. Yep. And I knew I didn't want to do that. But unfortunately, kind of similar to Harry, I wasn't really interested in college. So I'm like, I'll be a recreation major. Well, what the hell's a recreation major do? Yep. And um, – So I went to grad school just to prolong the agony of getting a job and was in campus recreation um, at Michigan, went to Drake, and I ran into the old golf coach who we played against Drake. I went to Central and Pella, and um, he said, Jamie, I'm going to retire next year. You ought to talk to Lynn King about being the golf coach. And I thought, this is going to be the greatest job ever. I get to play golf every afternoon. (laughs) This is going to be great. And because uh, that's what my coach did in Division Three, And so, um, obviously, they hired me as the golf coach, intramural director. And uh, it didn't quite work out that I was playing golf every day. Right. So, um, got married, started having kids, and decided I got to do one or the other. I can't do both. So, guy at Iowa State retired. I took the job there, worked there a couple years, and then Colorado State for 13, and now – you 12 at Kansas. Well, the so,
2: Iowa State job had to be a big, I mean, that's a big
3: leap, though. It was. Uh, we had a good team at uh, at Drake. We made the NCAA finals, won the conference, uh, first time in 90 years in Missouri Valley. So we had a pretty good team, finished 23rd at Nationals. Um, so we had a pretty good team, and that guy retired. And Gene Smith, who just is retiring this year from Ohio State, he was the AD, and give me a shot and being the most Northern school in the big 12, I'm telling you is not a very good job.
2: No, God it's tough. I, yeah, I, it's, I, I imagine that that'd be tough. All right.
0: So Oklahoma state, I would pick Oklahoma state.
2: Yeah.
5: yeah, yeah. That would be a good they, one. They,
1: Oklahoma yeah. would be a unlimited, good one. B- unlimited money, boosters.
2: Yeah. Good players. Hey, what gets better in each one of these stops? You know, we were
3: quite uh, happy at Colorado State there 13 years, but it, and we were raising a bunch of money, but I just felt like we were raising money just to stay up with the Power 5 schools. And, you know, when I was at Drake and uh, Iowa State, we came down to KU and played in the Fall Invitational, and I thought Lawrence was a really cool town. Uh, you know, I used to officiate uh, basketball, uh, high school basketball, and – Officiated in Iowa Falls with uh, with Nick Collison. Dave was the coach in the AD, and Rory Williams was up there. And you know he's taking all the Iowa players. And I'm like, but you know it's the logo, it's the colors. Yeah, right. It just kind of catches your eye. Sure. And when we were down here playing, uh, I just felt like, wow, Lawrence is a really cool town. And um,
2: so I had my eye on that job for a long time. Yeah, boy, that's that's a good spot to end up. Now it was Woodland. Um, was he playing a little uh, a little uh, basketball at the
4: time?
3: Uh, unfortunately, I had to coach against Gary, and it didn't go well. <laughs> really? Yeah. They were, in basketball? They, uh, no, in golf. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, because you
2: were still at Colorado State. Yes,
3: I was, and uh, you know, because yeah, you guys, probably,
1: you guys went to Paso Tampa every year, right?
3: We did. Uh, yeah, when uh, Ross would bring him out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, what, so, so when you're coaching Ku. You're coaching KU, and this, you've been there 12 years. So you coached against Victor Hovland at Oklahoma State. Who are some of the guys that you coached against that you went, "Oh my God, these guys are going to be a success. Yeah. These guys are going to tear up the PGA Tour." How about Hovland? This was weekend? there anybody?
3: Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> um, obviously, most recent grad was Ludwig Aberg from Texas Tech. Who? Uh, Ludwig A. Berg. heard of him.
2: The he tall said, dude that was leading He'll the You'll be bridge. betting on him oh. for, for Augusta next year, yeah, probably. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> Will he <laughs> I'll be I'll my long guy. shot? Will he be my long shot? <laughs> He'll be your long shot. It'll probably
2: be fifth in the, in the world. Okay.
3: <laughs> I thought, uh, obviously, Victor Hovland was really good. I thought Christopher Ventura from Oklahoma State was really good. Scotty Scheffler, obviously. Where did he go? He went to Texas. Nice. He finished second in the Big 12.
0: What about Hayden Wood? Hay- Hayden's a friend of mine. Yeah. He
3: was He was a nice player. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't think he hit it as far as, you know, Scheffler or Victor, somebody like that. So, you know, I think this is a power game. Um, so those are the guys that come to mind, obviously. I thought Joel, Joel Kreibel was really good at Stanford. He played with Tiger. Those guys were good. So, um there's been a lot that you know they they kind of stick out a little differently. And Victor's won, Scotty obviously, but uh, you know Scotty did finish second to Chase Hanna in 2017.
0: Did he so really? He did. Wow.
3: He did. That's got to uh, give Chase a little.
0: Now did you? He's got to sit in his brain. Him, a was it uh, uh, Andy?
1: I'm done caddying. I'm over two on the bag for this guy <laughs> Chuck over here. Uh, no, he I went, went out to. I went out. He got in the PGA Tour event out and. Uh, Tahoe so I went out there and Who? Chase Chase yeah. worked with him for a couple days and um yeah so let's talk let's hear about your match speaking of Hovland so he just just won so you had a match against Hovland the Big 12 champion or the Big 12 match play let's talk about that
3: <laughs> you want my view of it or Harry's I want your view. Start yeah. your view and then we'll hear Harry's uh, yeah. side. I'm telling you how lucky he was it was a battle um I kind of caught up to him on hole 10, which would have been about their 7th or 8th hole. Harry hit it in there at about 4 feet. And I drive up. Harry gets out of the cart and he goes up and picks up his ball. I'm like, Harry, he gave you that putt? He said, no, Victor just made it from the fairway. No. So I lost. Are you shitting me? No. It was was quite a match. And obviously it came down to uh, the last match uh, for the... uh, for the team as well. And Drew Shepard was playing Hayden Wood, and uh, obviously Harry had Victor. And it came down to the third hole, which is a dog leg left um, par four, kind of drivable. Harry hits it about 70 yards right into the trees. Victor's right down the middle. Shocker. Yeah. And, I mean, there were balls flying everywhere. Hayden hits it on. Drew's in the hazard. Drew chips up. So we got two matches going, and, and both of them can flip at the time. And, and I think uh, Victor won the hole with a six. six. Yeah. Did he really? Harry <laughs> three putted from no. about 10 feet.
4: I had 120-something I had meters, and I hit it over a tree. The only place I couldn't go was long. So I grabbed my 56, and I opened this thing up, and I hit it, and I was like, mm, fuck, it," <laughs> And it just sails in the back hazard, and I chipped it on. It kind of ran down the slope 10, 15 feet. Three putts. Thank you very much. No way. hands. Now he's winning the So you had to be a
2: freshman at the time, right?
4: Uh sophomore. I think
3: it's sophomore. Sophomore. Harry didn't play in the fall his freshman year.
2: <laughs> he had
4: a He had some I issues. He had West some issues season. I I Appointment with the Django
0: Cafe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and uh you and Gary Woodland. He I think he sat out three of the first five tournaments as a freshman. Worked
5: out fine
2: well, you, you, I mean, that's pretty cool, though. If, uh, what do you shoot? A 61 this weekend, right? Hovland. Just come back on Scotty. It, it was Six a. Round he's this year. Yeah, right. Well, and did you hear the interview question after? Some knucklehead. You know, these interviewers are just. So, you know, how did you let the tournament slip away from you? And Who? She, they, uh, they ask Sheffler that? this. Well, the guy shot and 61. Said, and that was his answer. He was like, yeah. Are you an idiot? <laughs> yeah. Really? He said I played great. You you you're nuts. But for you that's got to be pretty cool to look back and say, "All right, let's be honest, Hovland's one of the best right now." And you know, you could but now you as a coach and a, like a developer of men both skill and you know golf skill and life skills is what's that gap between who who Hovland was on that day? Between what he was on this Sunday, I mean, because that's that's a yeah. pretty big leap there, and that's got to make pretty you funny. curious. What are the things that he did mentally or physically to get him there? I think one of the things for Victor, obviously,
3: he just keeps getting better. Uh, I think his short game has come a long ways. He didn't chip the ball. I didn't think very well for mm-hmm. a high level amateur at the time. Um, hit it really well. Awesome. Golf course management, golf IQ, very, very intelligent out there. Didn't really give much shots away, but the level he's playing at now is just incredible. Obviously, he shoot sixty one on that golf course this past weekend.
2: Yeah, yeah. One, one more question on the D three part. Um, is there such a huge difference between D three golfers and D one golfers? Because if right, because you saw him.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think the big thing is in Division One. Everybody on the team's really good. In Division Three, you may have one or two guys. Right. I think there's been one, maybe two, Division Three golfers play on the PGA Tour. Um, so you know, there's just not the depth that you have in Division I, uh, per se, as opposed to Division Three. Right?
1: What advice would you give to a kid that's coming out of school that might not be good enough to play D1 um, and he's kind of
3: surfacing around? Like, how, do you, how does that kid market himself? I think the best advice I always give young kids is go to a school where you can play.
5: Mm-hmm. You're not
3: going to get better by sitting at home, practicing, hitting 500 range balls. Yeah, you, you may be able to develop some technique, but I think you get better when you only have one ball mm-hmm. and you're competing. And if you're really good and you're beating everybody, coaches will find you. Mm-hmm. But they, they can't find you if you're the 11th man on a 10-man roster a really good school because you're you're not getting any exposure you're not getting in the heat of battle you know and i I just think competing is so important
1: has the transfer portal really changed the landscape for the kid you hear from the kid more than anyone or the kid's parents that the transfer portal is making it harder for a kid to go to kansas or whatever talk through what that looks like
3: oh i don't think that really matters You know, I think COVID with the extra year kind of stalled out recruiting with some, you know, kids that are kind of in between. We couldn't take chances on those kids because our roster was still full, Mm -hmm. you know, with your fourth and fifth year guys trying to develop, trying to get in that lineup. So, you know, I don't think that's a a big deal. You know, the transfer portal, I don't like it per se because we get a bunch of developmental guys and we develop them and – hopefully by their second third fourth year they become a pretty good player and obviously we had one picked off by Oklahoma a couple years ago and i i i just don't think that's what the transfer portal is about it's a false promises NIL money you know all the bs that comes with that i just i'm not a big fan of it how are the mm-hmm. facilities
0: at KU compared to other other schools in the in the league
3: I think it's pretty good. You know, obviously, we built a new indoor-outdoor practice facility. We have a 30-acre range. So you can get better there. Any day of the week, it's open to the the men and women on the team. So uh, we have some indoor stuff with indoor putting, simulator. I think if you want to get better, you can get better, regardless of the weather. Is the weather perfect? No, it's not Florida. It's not (laughs) Texas. It's not Arizona. But, you know, there's a lot of – PGA Tour guys that come from northern schools and some that, you know, live in in northern states. Uh, mm-hmm. Martin Laird lives in Denver, Colorado now.
2: Minnesota. Yeah. Pumps out some golfers, right?
3: Absolutely.
1: Wisconsin.
3: North Dakota, South Dakota. You know, there's been a uh, Omaha. Gachewski's going to be back on the PGA Tour at 48 years old. He lives in Omaha. That's so crazy. It, it can be done. It's probably more difficult. It's not as convenient, but you can still get better. Yeah, yeah.
2: All right, let's do this. Let's take a uh, commercial break. We come back. Let's talk a little bit about building a team and keeping a team together, right? And, and um, because you have all different personalities, even within the same household, you've got different personalities. <laughs> and when we had Coach Self on, geez, maybe it was a year and a half ago, right, George? Two years ago. Uh, two years ago. And we asked that question, same question. And, and his answer was very interesting, right? His answer was, you really don't treat everyone the same but I want to get your take on it, right? Because being a great communicator has got to be a huge part of being a great coach. So come on back. We're with Jamie Burmo. He's the University of Kansas Jayhawk coach. you on a golf underground in the stable. <laughs> hey, guys. Sully here to tell you about my friends at Regal Distributing. Now, for more than 60 years, Regal Distributing Company has been helping customers grow their business by providing the right food service and professional cleaning supplies to a variety of industries. And man, do they do it right because they're smart, which means they're able to offer expertise and in-depth product knowledge that helps customers like you think about your business in a whole new way. And what's the outcome? Well, they're gonna help you improve your efficiency. They're gonna reduce your cost and they're gonna help you maintain your quality and all by providing consistently excellent service. So to learn more, check out Regal Distributing, national reach with a local touch. Go to their website at getregal.com. That's getregal.com. Guys, as the male body ages, testosterone levels steadily decline and your body's become increasingly unable to produce healthy levels of the primary male hormone, testosterone. At Regain Functional Medicine, we can help you regain your quality of life with testosterone replacement therapy. TRT improves brain function, sleep cycles, heart health, performance, and overall body composition so you can feel better, function better, move better, and look better. Visit us today at ifeelmuchbetter.com. Regain functional medicine with locations in Lawrence and Leewood. Regain is better. Hey, Brian Sullivan here, and I've got a tip for you. You've got to head to Unforked. It's an amazing restaurant. What I like about these guys is they promise to buy and support seasonal, local ingredients first. And I love the fact that they source from smaller, family, GAP certified or organic farms, prime going regions, artists and producers. All I'm getting at is, if you like fresh stuff, UnForked is the place to be. And like they say it, fork or no fork, you can be sure you're getting the highest quality, socially responsible ingredients possible. And not to mention, it's delicious. So whether you're out south or downtown, stop by UnForked for a delicious and healthy meal. Sheridan's UnForked, honest, clean food. Cowell Insurance Services is your leading program administrator for workers' compensation. They're dedicated to meeting the unique
3: challenges of the insurance industry and assisting employers in reducing their costs. CIS has provided insurance, claim, and loss control services to various industries, including trucking, construction, retail convenience stores, and healthcare, as well as public entities for over 30 years. They work with both retail agents and industry clients, or a combination of the two. If you're tired of fighting the rising costs of premiums and claims, give Powell Insurance Services a call. Their dedicated staff is ready to find you the best insurance option at the most competitive price. They can help to define or enhance your safety program in order to move you in the right direction in reducing your claim and premium costs. Contact Cowl Insurance Services today, 816-214-4070.
2: Hey, Brian Sullivan from the Golf Underground here with a little good news. And that good news is that even double-digit handicappers like me can occasionally make a double eagle. All right, maybe not on a golf course, but even guys like me can score when buying a new car or truck. I'm talking about two stores, two brothers and four generations, treating customers just like family. I'm talking about our buddies at BobSite Ford and BobSite Independence Kia. With these guys, you'll always score two under with double the inventory and double the customer Satisfaction. That's the Bobsite Double Eagle. Now Bobsite offers a wide selection of vehicles and promise to make the car buying process as quick and as hassle-free as possible. Now, whether you have poor credit, no credit, or maybe a first-time car buyer, you can trust Bobsite Ford. And Bobsite Independence Kia will get you into the car or truck you choose with professionalism and attention to your needs. So go visit our buddies at bobsite.com. But only if you're looking for a vehicle that makes you feel like a U.S. Open champion. Hey, welcome to Golf Underground here in the stable with the the entire family. Charlie, Wardo, George, Coach Jamie... (laughs) and Harry (laughs) you know you ever get sick of just getting dissed you know where they just throw out shit on you you know, you ever
4: get? You, sometimes
2: uh, it gets hard, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, it's part, you of, it. It's part of it. kicked around
4: because I pick it up and throw shit right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> so not you worry. You
2: do, It's hard, you know, because he's he's a little get, midget. You, oh, <laughs> yeah, little. <laughs> See son. I, hey, listen, I've been on your side since it was Coach over here who's been really hard on you. All right, listen, we had a, five we had, years had, of it. <laughs> we had a great first segment with the uh, University of Kansas coach Jamie Bermel, and we're we're uh, we started a little bit talking about. Uh, where he came from Drake Colorado State Kansas and so that that journey a little bit and and obviously coaching golf skill coaching men you know we had you on uh, maybe maybe it was two years ago uh, again um, but we did talk a little bit about your ultimate objective is what what is your philosophy what is your objective when guys like this, and others with different personalities, maybe the introvert, right? Or even in this family, you've got someone who's more introverted, someone extrovert. How do you handle all of these different personalities? Do you treat them the same? Do you motivate them in different ways?
3: There's no question um, you don't treat them the same. Because here's a perfect example. The way I could talk to Charlie on the golf course, I couldn't talk to Harry like that. I could get after Charlie a little bit, and that would motivate him or he just get all pissed off and start moping around and, and <laughs> sobbing, true, yeah. got his soggy diaper and just, you know, moping. <laughs> so it, it's certainly different. And and I think that's the way for a lot of kids. You know, when they come in, they think, I don't know where boys, and they boys at 18 yeah, right. 19 years old, how they became so smart at 18 or 19 mm-hmm. because they have all the answers. And you're trying to – trying to give them bits and pieces so, you know, they progress because ultimately number one goal is to graduate because they can, you can never take away somebody's degree. You know, they may lose their golf game. They may lose interest and quit playing or go get a job or whatever. But if they have that degree, that's something that they will have for their lifetime. So that's, that's number one goal for me. But two, I think we're trying to turn them into men, how to be accountable, how to, you know how to own up to their mistakes because my lens as a golf coach is a lot different than a lens of a parent. You know, as a pa- and I've raised three, so I I, mm-hmm. I think I have a pretty good idea. But you know, that lens is just a little different. Ah, really, it wasn't that bad? Bullshit! It was bad. <laughs> right. Okay, right. it was bad. That behavior, Ready, terrible. Ready,
5: Jim?
4: I can't wait. <laughs> so I,
3: you know, as as you treat these kids and harry's a perfect example our goal was to get harry to the golf course on monday morning for the 36. how he got there through the weekend and what he did on a day-to-day basis was a little different than some other guys because he was so much more talented than than them so you know i don't know how many times i picked harry because he didn't qualify i had to pick him Perfect example, we go to Colonial. Harry's like DFL qualifying. <laughs> he couldn't beat anybody. We take him to Colonial, and it's all Big 12 teams, and he finished second place. Wow. So I'm like, Harry, did you just find your swing in the last two days? Or, you know, just or serve you. Just so it up, guys.
4: Yeah. And, go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just,
2: and I'm not lying. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He's coming
2: on sweating. Uh, that, that's
4: fine no but what's
1: cool your your philosophy is a lot like coach rando would let us you, i think you have obviously a lot more structure but it was a free-for-all if you wanted to go beat balls in order to get better fine if you wanted to putt and chip get better fine if you wanted to play 36 holes fine and everyone kind of did it their own way um i mean i think vermeer was a ball beater chris marshall was a gambler guy talks a lot whatever george's best friend um <laughs> but at the end of the day like that's what i loved and then the other thing i liked about ross was within reason there was qualifying what you're alluding to and then he went to the point system which is he called the point system all right harry you're out all right coach Burns, you're in george you're in so the point system worked
2: well for. Uh, Wait, which is what? Explain that. Pointing. Point. Point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the point
1: system was uh, was you know advantageous sometimes.
2: George, um, you've obviously been around baseball forever, and we love making analogies between what you went through, and and you talked about going to spring spring training, right? And as a player? W- um, w- no, more as a coach. Okay. Right. Now, your role was a little different. You weren't the, the, the head manager, but they obviously were bringing you in. One, because you represented the brand, which right. made them proud, right? There was a little help there. Um, but what did you face when you had the, you know, the stud, maybe the high draft pick, who really thought they knew everything? They just got a fat signing bonus, but you knew you could help them in some way.
0: I would uh, offer them advice. 99% of the time, they wouldn't listen. <clears throat> Why? their agent, they've been successful thus far. You know, there's a lot of guys. I watch the Royals right now, and I'm going, God, they got to change this guy's swing. Nobody swings like this, but he thinks he's a good player, and they think he's a good player, but nobody swings like this guy in all of Major League Baseball. So it's not going to last. It's not going to last. Is it long? What, what, what it's, do you see? It's everything. Out of balance, you know, it's like watching – and I'm going to bring this up, Jamie Cork. You guys have played with Jamie Cork. You know, when I watch guys on the PGA Tour, and I play with these guys, and I play with Wardo. I mean, every time they tend to swing, they're perfectly balanced, and they're sitting there and able to hold their their pose. You know. That happens to me about four times around, when and I sit it. there and I hold it yeah. for like twenty five seconds. And everybody's going, "Okay, okay, I know you hit it right yeah. down the middle." Get yeah. in the cart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I do that a lot, don't I? Uh, yeah. I just sit there, and it's like a freaking statue. Yeah, you know, you can, birds can shit on me. That's how long I'm sti- sitting there holding that pose. And and, and there's guys on that that I watch play in Major League Baseball now. They swing and they're all off balance. They're falling over the place. It reminds me of Jamie Quirk swing when Jamie had the reverse pivot and the fall away, and yeah. you know he would tear up, tear up the uh, the uh, tee box, tear it up with his spikes and you yeah. know his shoes. Call it
1: the back foot Nancy,
0: just yeah, spinning but, around you know, your right. You know I see Scoop things sauce. and I just don't think. <clears throat> When I when I work with Kevin, I don't work with him. I work with um, I'll work with Charlie sometimes, but I'll never listen to this guy because you know what? I can beat him. I have beat him. We played a match one day at Mission Hills, and it was uh, we went out for nine holes. And I'll say, let's play. It was just two of us. Let's play a two man scramble. I get to play, hit two shots, and play my best shot. You have to play your worst shot.
2: I beat
5: him. Can you imagine <laughs> no, that
0: I, I beat him? Uh, that doesn't
2: count. Yeah, no I shit. beat him. Are <laughs> 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 uh, you strokes? No,
4: that? No, that, that strokes. That. <laughs> no strokes. No strokes. <laughs> if I had given that them, we would counts. have taken them too. Yeah, I would have.
2: Uh, okay. But, it, but back, just a little bit more on the uh, on the what you see with the Royals team which is just not good. So <laughs> You're they got only- some
0: great young players, and I don't think they're that far away.
2: All right,
0: well,
1: give us the a story it? about the father that you you gave advice to a player, and then the father. No, I don't.
0: I, I I'm well. I I just I mentioned to a kid. I said I haven't seen you hit a ball to left field all year. Why don't you hit a ball to left field? He said, Well, I'm 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 thinking about you know doing this, and I'm saying no. I want I want you to see you hit a ball to left field this year. I'm not going to mention any names. And the father, he shows the dad the text, and then the dad texts me, and no. then. He's a major league baseball player? then I call him. Then I call the dad. And next thing you know, we're talking. And he's going, yeah, you know, I agree. I agree with you. You know, but it was, I kind of got caught. Because you know what? I love the Royals. I mean, like, I've been with the Royals for, wow, I signed with them in 71. So 52 years I've been in this organization. And I've seen a lot of guys that had a lot of promise come up and not make it. And, and I just try to give advice,
2: and when people don't listen,
0: I, I kind of get a little pissed. That's all.
2: Coach, when you're hearing George talk about a major league professional baseball player whose daddy has to get on with a coach, how do you feel? I feel about the same, unfortunately.
3: <laughs> you know, one of the big things we talk about in recruiting is I'm recruiting the player. I'm not recruiting the parents. Yeah, This is what we're about. I don't talk to parents about when the kid gets in trouble or misses class or is dragging it in the weight room. I've never called. The only time I call parents for health and safety, and thankfully that has been very few. But that's the day and age we're in is we got, and I've had it in recruiting visits where I ask the kid a question and mom answers. I said, I didn't ask you that question. I asked this kid the question. Can you say that to the parent? I did. He's not coming. Really? Did to KU. he come? <laughs> <laughs> and I won't mention any names because he's right. a Kansas City kid.
2: <laughs> oh, no. That's funny. But listen, at the high school level, I mean, it, you know, I of course, I coached something at, at, at Rockhurst. And the rule at Rockhurst was it doesn't matter what the sport is, there is no parent who can talk to the coach. Yeah. It's got to go through right. it. So it's surprising. To hear that at the college level you still have a little wiggle room there, and I—who'd have thought at the major league level you have daddy who's involved in this? That's wild to me. The dad agreed with me. The dad
0: and I got along great.
2: Why did he? Did he did the
1: dad you, came out strong, didn't he? Pardon me. He came out strong, didn't you get a couple?
0: Yeah, threats. Yeah, and then I finally called him. I said, "Hey, here, here's what I'm seeing, and this—I'm just trying to help your kid out." Said, I agree. I agree. So yeah, how about then you I, hit it
1: to left field after that? He said a few.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so or right field. So I mean, you're going to hit some the opposite way, you know, the right field. Too, but
2: Hey, do you ever want to coach coaches, George? Because, no. You, you, why? Why?
0: The the game, baseball has changed. And I don't know about golf, but, you know, I don't even, you know, all you hear about is OPS. Right. On base plus slugging. That's all you, you don't hear about batting averages anymore. And I was a batting average guy. Yeah. They used to put the top 10 hitters in the league every day in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. They don't even put box scores in the newspaper anymore. Mm-hmm. You know. So the game has changed. It's launch angle, it's exit velocity. So in other words, how what's your ball club or your ball speed coming off the club? Who gives a shit? Right. Are you hoping your team win? Right. You know what I mean? And it's just the game has passed me by. And there's a lot of guys. I go to Cooperstown every year, and there's a lot of major league players that are scratching their head going, What happened to the game we played? Mm. What happened to the game we played? And now I'm sure it's like that in golf. Well, you you only hit a 260. You can't play on my team. You got to hit a 320, you know? Or Dustin, or uh, your guy uh, uh, Thomas, or no? What's what's the guy's name? That's the Ryder Cup that never won. Zach, Zach, Zach Zach Johnson. He won the Masters, didn't go for one par five and and two. Yeah, and everybody else
2: is going for him, and
0: they're hitting in a raised creek, and they're, you know, (laughs) blowing it everywhere. You know,
2: yeah. So, but what's worse about baseball? Me? What's worse about baseball when you're with your buddies at the Hall of Fame? It passed me by. What does that mean? Well, strikeouts are acceptable. Strikeouts are acceptable. They don't care if you strike out 200
0: times and hit 230. They don't care. Baseball doesn't care anymore. They just I used to strike out, and and if I struck out, I'd walk in the back room behind the dugout and man everybody would take off because that helmet would be ricocheting off walls. And, <laughs> you know, I'm wearing metal spikes and I'm on cement, and every time I throw it, I'm slipping and falling, and then I'm really <laughs> getting pissed. <laughs> <laughs> then you really get – then you pick it up and you throw it harder and you fall down again and then you <laughs> reach for the trash can. You throw that against the wall and you fall down again. I mean, yeah. hey, then you, you, spill, you spill your dip cup on you. And, and, and then you come walking out and everybody's looking at you like, holy shit, he was pissed. Uh, so but, uh, so n- this is a true story. We're in
1: Scottsdale playing in some event and uh, Goose Gossage is there, the pitcher that was pitching for the Yankees. He's got this t- – you
0: talk, he's got this he's got no, this he rolled just, up no he doesn't roll it up he, he just has it coming down yeah just, just a little like you in were in
2: colorado. colorado
0: so anyhow no, we were in arizona
1: we walk in to meet goose gossage who was the pitcher during the pine tar game <laughs> And he walks, we walk into this bar to meet him, and he's just flicking off
0: George like this. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, he really?
5: Yeah.
1: He goes, fuck
0: you, George. Yeah. Fuck you, He He's put you in the Hall of Fame all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? Uh, so but good. But we're great friends. Great friends. I never said a word to him. You know, it's funny. In baseball, you play against these guys for years and years and years. Never say a word to him. Then all of a sudden, five years out, you get inducted in the Hall of Fame. You go there, and all of a sudden, you're best buddies. It's it's crazy.
2: Yeah. So, um, do you think that's one thing that changed? This is it a little softer, and, and then I want to tie well, it it back to Well, it's softer. To Ross, I
0: mean, you know, I would like to see. I would like to see some, and I and I understand it to some degree. Uh, back, you know, it's. I think the players promote themselves now more than ever. You know, they hit home runs and they throw the bat. They do the bat toss. You did that back in the 70s and 80s. You got hit.
1: You're getting beans. <sighs> yeah. You're,
0: you're going to get yeah. one right behind the neck. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get one. Yeah. And, and back then, you know, now, if you get out kind of a game, and let's say you're making $25 million a year, you get suspended for 10 days. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Right. That you're not getting paid. Yeah. So I think,
2: you know, it, it's, just, it's just different. Can you help me understand this one? A uh, guy gets a double looks back at his... And, he, and, and they he have has all his, the signs. He's got his Macarena. He starts doing yeah, the Macarena. Yeah,
0: they start doing that stuff. The like Dodgers he's now, they all do this this stuff. This isn't, like, you get like paid this, like to freaking hit yeah. doubles yeah. for yeah. crying out like, loud. You yeah. get paid. Yeah, see, that's soft. <laughs> a guy gets a base hit. He has all these signals.
2: Yeah. Do you know what that you get means? You get paid. What do they tell you it means? You got an inside scoop. No, the, I, I I don't things? ask. I don't ask.
3: They're soft. They're
2: soft. Are they getting soft in golf too? Like
3: I think so. You know, I think the biggest... Problem is the cell phone. They get instant gratification. You know, if something goes wrong, who are they texting? Mom, dad, you know, somebody to listen, girlfriend. And, you know, coach is an asshole. He's this, he's that. And Which is probably (laughs) true. Which is probably true. But, you know, I just, there's got to be some sort of accountability. Because it's a team. It's not about one person. It's not about... You, it's the team. We play for Kansas, not for. But,
0: but who's, got, who's got the best wave? You know, after they make a birdie, you know how that everybody claps and everybody kind hopefully of. Hopefully, Charlie way. Hillier. Hopefully, makes you know, more. Who next has year. the best wave? You remember Jim Colbert used to go. He used to do with one of these things, you yeah, know, hey. hey Chaka Bro Mahalo yeah. a, or whatever. How about Chichi Rodriguez? But they all oh yeah, but they with all the make sword. a putt. They all <laughs> make a putt and as they're walking they all kinda of do this. Yeah, thank you, thank you.
5: Yeah, the, yeah. Like Damon the, Green
0: Birdman? Oh, yeah. Birdman,
4: that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The 16th yeah. at Weiss Management just takes a show. Yeah, Harry. Yeah. Joel Damon. Joel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. All right. Coach, what's your take on Liv versus PGA now together? And, and I want to be specific on just the experience, right? So um, golf, but louder. Like, I want to know what Nerd and Jersey marketing firm came up with that one, right? But then you have... It's pushed the PGA a little bit now. To like, I thought it was cool as hell this week when Ricky Fowler's walking up and you know they're, he's talking about the shot and the iron. So it's forced them to be a little bit more creative. But you, as a guy who's lived golf, what are you seeing? Give me, give me your honest take on it. You
3: know, I don't know enough about live. Uh, never watched it, so I don't know. Somebody said it's hard to follow because of the shotgun start and the team and where everybody stands. So I know they have a lot of great players there. They're uh, playing for a lot of money. You know, I think it's pushed the PGA to kind of think about their brand and how do we get fan, more fans? How do we grow the game? How do we get our purses bigger? I, you know, my biggest concern with all Live Golf and the PGA Tour, and I'm kind of partial to this because I have some former players that play on the Latin American Tours. Let's get those purses up. Let's make yeah. money for those kids right. that are. They're trying I mean. because <laughs> that 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 competition on the Latin American tour and the Corn Ferry, it's really good. Yeah, and there's some really good players that are going to run out of money because they're not making it out there. Right. And I just I feel bad for those kids because there's some potential PGA Tour guys out there that just mm-hmm. run out of money. Yeah. and I, you know I don't know. Do you really need to make three and a half million dollars for winning a tournament? Right. And then the guy on the Latin American tour makes thirty-one thousand. dollars we- and it cost
0: him twenty to get there. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, and he true, right? flew
3: halfway around the world. And yeah. they're fighting for their life every time they right. go to the golf course. Yeah. So the security, there's a lot of things that uh, I disagree with. But
1: think about that. Hovland won three point six, I believe this this last week. Two years ago, I bet that winning check was
3: one 8.
0: Scotty Sheffield's
3: won 35 million this year. One? Is that his one. prize money? 35 million. And
0: so what's his endorsement money?
3: Oh, um, I would think every bit of that. Yeah. Another 35 with wow. Nike and 20,
2: yeah, 20, yeah. 20 to 40.
3: So do they really, you know, is,
2: it's a good point, right? So if they're going to pay more, which they have to, I don't know, maybe they're going to pull some of that Saudi money in and create a bunch of hypocrites. You don't know. But if that money goes from one pot to, to the other, Guys like these two, right, are going to be let's, hurt on. Let's that.
3: keep growing professional yeah. golf and give these young kids coming out of college because not everybody's Louis Aberg is going right to the PGA Tour. But there's some damn good players that you know they run out of money or run out of opportunities, and I, <clears> I just, I don't think that's right.
0: Okay, well let me ask. I want to ask Charlie and Harry a question. If that's all right, can <laughs> I ask them a question? You can do whatever you want. What George. would you do, Charlie? If you weren't chasing your God dream live. trying to trying to play professional golf, what would you be doing right now from New Zealand? Stripper. With no college education.
4: Painting for my dad, probably. Pardon me? Painting for my dad. Painting for your dad, for now, dad. how about you, numnuts? Probably working at our golf shop and Black uh, golf cheering. club in uh, New Zealand.
0: Yeah. And you guys have an opportunity to chase your dream. Absolutely. And to be making those purses mm-hmm. someday. And, and you're both very capable of doing that, in my opinion. i played golf with you guys a bunch.
4: You just mentioned you beat me. Well, I did. Well, I should be on the tour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ever won a club championship? Every time you hit a ball, you go, Harry, you can You ever won a that. club championship?
4: No, <laughs> oh. I have. <laughs> and I beat this guy <laughs> in the first a, round. You, you did. did. Oh, actually, yes, I have. I've won two.
0: <laughs> Where? In New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, we don't count that.
4: <laughs> it's a different world. Amazing. <laughs> I got a I got the second a, place scores like 30 over par. I got a uh, question oh, for coach. <laughs> when was the most mad you've ever been at me? <laughs> and then we'll switch it around and go, when were the most proud?
1: <laughs> me? Good question. You dug deep on these.
0: What are you taking my
3: drink for, George?
5: Well, I got ice. Oh, okay. you're, you're all right.
3: <laughs> I think uh, the most mad I've ever been was um, when. Um, He got a COVID year. (laughs) Okay? Period. The end. So I call Harry. Hey, Harry, you're going to get a COVID year. I don't know if I want to come back. I'm like, what the hell are you going to do? Charlie and I were recruiting him to come back. I mean, this is his only chance, okay? So I'm pissed off. Mom and dad are pissed off. Charlie's mad. He's like... Tell them to go go somewhere else. And uh, so we had to do the recruiting process. How much money are you going to give me? Oh, that's, oh that uh, I need more money than that. And on and on and on. So um, I, I would say that was probably the most pissed off I've been. Or the, your behavior at Nationals when you were giving the, uh, the rules official a hard time and Coach Wilson a hard time and swearing at her and i had to come up and say harry you say one more word i'm going to take your ass in and uh <laughs> you're done playing today and of course he shoots 70 after yeah. being three over after about four holes so uh, that's yeah. that's probably it um
4: the most proud i think is when he graduated <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, wrote down some, I wrote down some notes today and i said and the most proud and, and i had in parentheses Graduating. <laughs> Dolly and, and I called it right yeah. then and there. Because he was a what long
3: ways from graduation when he got here.
4: <clears throat> and by, he kept getting further away from not graduation. Not my 4.0 the last, was it two years? Yeah,
3: at
1: least. I was pretty good COVID. at doing Woodland's homework, uh, writing his papers for him. You know, that was a full-time job in itself, so. Right, we, let's
2: sh- do a commercial break. Take us out.
1: All right, let's take a commercial break. You're on the Golf Underground, ESPN, Kansas City.
2: And Sullivan of Golf Underground with my favorite orthopedic surgeon, Dr. Kevin Whitty from Sano Orthopedics. Hey, Doc, golf season's over. My back is killing me. I know it's football season, so you get a lot of kids coming in, blown ACLs, all sorts of body parts with problems. And then, of course, those baseball players. I know you fix a lot of elbows. Why is Sano Orthopedics the absolute best sports medicine orthopedic group in Kansas City?
4: Well, if you want to see the guys in town have had the best orthopedic fellowship training in sports medicine, um, including training with Dr. James Anders and Dr. Larry Lemack, come see us. Uh, we individualize patients' uh, plans to get them back to that
2: activity and that sport that they love. And we actually care and listen to our patients and follow up with them make sure that they're getting the results they need. Okay. And so the three things that separate you, number one, best training. Number two, you specialize in getting people on that field. Number three, you're actually listen. Where can I learn more because you got me all in and I don't really want to get fixed, but it's time at sonoorthopedics.com, 816-525-2840.
0: Hi, this is George Brett, Hall of Fame baseball player, and I've been playing golf for over 35 years. Hitting the ball far was never my problem, but the closer I got to the greens, that's when my problems began. When I wanted a golf practice area in my backyard, I called Celebrity Greens. They are the industry leader in custom-built synthetic golf greens. These championship-caliber, low-maintenance greens roll great, react like real bent grass, and hold chip shots that check and spin. I absolutely love mine, not only in Kansas City, but also in Arizona. Call the pros at Celebrity Greens at 1-888-507-7960 or visit them online at celebritygreens.com. Practice like the pros or people like me that want to be pros right in your own
2: backyard. Hey, Brian Sullivan, Golf Underground, with a little tip for you. If you're looking to buy a new Ford, you have to check out my buddy, Jason Gudenkoff at Lewisburg Ford. They've been saving Midwest Ford buyers thousands of bucks for over 40 years because they do business the right way. They sell everything. Check this out for $50 over invoice. That's simple and cheap. And they win a lot of awards. In fact, they won Ford's President's Award 17 times. That's the top Ford Award. And they only give it to dealers with superior customer satisfaction in sales and service. So they know how to take care of customers better than anybody. Now, what these guys know how to do also, keep this in mind, sell trucks. Lewisburg Ford has sold more F-150s than any other Ford dealership in greater Kansas City. That's two years running. And last year, they were the number one F-150 sales leader in the entire state of Kansas. So, no hassle. $50 over invoice pricing, unparalleled customer satisfaction, and a huge selection. That's a perfect recipe for selling trucks. So, check out all their inventory and prices online at lewisburgford.com. Or give them a call at 816-444-2300.
1: New Golf Clubs. A big-screen TV to watch the U.S. Open? Or maybe even a new golf cart that I've got my eye on?
3: No matter how you choose to spend the savings, if you're looking to put a dent in your monthly heating and cooling bills, the answer may be right over your head. If your attic isn't insulated properly, you're missing out on a prime opportunity to cut costs. Call the certified energy experts at Star Companies, Inc., 816-353-2160 for a free estimate to learn how they can help you save money. 816-353-2160 or visit starcompanieskc.com.
2: Hey, welcome back, Golf Underground, <laughs> <laughs> here in the stable. George, show, show us what you do. What oh, is what are you doing? are do you doing? <laughs> That's Hall of Famer George I mean, Brett, number five.
1: And, and not only come and watch us play golf,
2: but you might want to come watch the football team this year.
0: They're really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How's our football team going to be? Uh, we lost the
3: you know, I think we're going to be pretty good. Yeah, we're going to score some points. Um, we don't practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so I try to go over to practice and watch. And we we have some we have some offense. I don't spend a lot of time with defense because I don't know uh, the D coordinator as well as I know the offensive coordinator. Right. But uh, we have some athletes. We look like a team. Wow! I'm excited. What
0: a turnaround! Yeah, that's the greatest turnaround in Division One football yeah, in the history so of football. Long time. Oh my god. You know, I remember betting on them the over under was 1. Yeah. <laughs> and they bet, they were they won one game. And it was the last game of the year and they beat Texas. The spread was, was that? 31. The spread was 31 and they my beat them outright. And then
4: in, the, in the yeah. replacement. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. when their coach got fired the next day. Yeah, he got fired. It yeah. fired on the tarmac.
4: <laughs> so going back to these, we get asked a bunch of times about the golf bags, the head covers, all the good stuff. So show the show the So it's obviously a head cover, but how do you get it? You become a partner of
3: yeah. So we have Jayhawk Golf Partners, and they're basically supporters of Kansas Men's Golf. And you know, back seven eight years ago when we started uh, raising money for the building, uh, Chris Wilson and I said, you know, we need a out a way to recognize these guys thank these people for donating money so we started jayhawk golf partners and you know we try to get cool swag support the team uh represent the brand and so it's kind of evolved in its own deal and you know it's a lot of fun incredible support um people that may play golf don't play golf you know whatever but they they're jayhawks and they just, just want to, to help a, out
0: okay so bucks. what's it cost what do you donate to get one of these things oh
3: i would five grand
0: i'd think five
3: thousand to get you a set of head covers but you know and, and, and anything balls. else besides head covers how about
0: balls unlimited balls for a year oh that's probably <laughs> twenty thousand. <000. laughs> oh god i played in the 70s the 80s <laughs> I've got
1: Sully down, pledging five grand. I got George. I got I'll do George. five. I'll do
0: five, I, got I want you. balls. I want,
4: oh.
3: I want balls. Unlimited balls
1: for
0: five grand. I we can do unlimited that. unlimited
4: balls. Hey, you keep your balls. I'll give them some golf balls. <laughs> do, you, do you take Beacon Bucks? No, we don't.
2: <laughs> All right, we ma- pledged for you five. You mentioned
4: you got a new assistant coach. Yes. Come on, talk
2: about the
4: assistant coach here, Coach? Yeah, Coach. I never met him, honestly. So, Coach, take it away. Yeah, Tony Blake. Yeah. Um, Played at
3: Wichita State, uh, coached at Wichita State, moved up to Kansas City because his youngest daughter was a soccer player and they were driving back and forth and thought, you know, why are we living in Wichita? Great guy, um, works hard, good, good eye for talent, incredible instructor. You know, he recruited at Wichita State, kind of the players that we get. We're developmental, you know, but he's not, he's not afraid to go out and recruit uh the big names and and getting the mix uh I like him because he's young enough he's on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff that I don't do and a lot of young kids do so we've got a lot of activity uh I think he's doing a great job you know he was replacing Chris Wilson was really difficult uh Chris was coached about eight years at Kansas seven and a half I think did an incredible job developing people but uh I think, uh, Tony, you fit right in and he's working hard.
2: That's great. <clears throat> hey, what's your take on ASU, U of A, Colorado? You got some you got, new got the Buffaloes
3: back in the conference.
1: The
2: Buffs are back. Ooh, yeah. and the Buffs I think, got Roy Edwards coming back
3: to the Big 12s. You know, Roy's a KU guy, coached, played at KU. I think they're excited to be back. Uh, I think it's great for the conference. Um, you know, It's a hard golf conference. There's a lot of great teams. So I don't think it'll affect, you know, we only play once a year, basically, uh, our conference tournament. So it's not like it impacts our travel or whatever. But, uh, you know, conference schools kind of take care of conference schools. So it may give us... Some access to other tournaments. So. Will you go to
2: U of A or ASU? Yeah, and we will. That'll be definitely.
3: fun, huh? Okay,
0: yeah. well, let me ask you a question about these head covers because I never put mine on once Squirrel. I take them off because they're too hard to get them back on. Can you make these things a little bigger? Seriously, I mean, yeah. I mean it's a it's a joke trying to get your driver on this thing. Yeah,
1: it's ten grand.
0: A big ten, grand a, a, 10 grand for an XL I like those knit ones better. Custom you remember the knit right ones with, <laughs> that you could just slide them on so easy? George, they haven't made knit those covers on? in 30 years. I know it, but they're, these are too hard to put on. That's why I don't put them on. <laughs> but they're, they're too hard to put on i what you know what's crazy I, I take mine off my driver off every time i throw it in the back basket of the cart because i don't walk i'm too old to walk and then and then i have a, a really baggy one that i keep on my three wood and then if i use my five wood i take the five wood off and <laughs> put the baggy one on and and I, I wish they made them a little bit easier to get on it sounds like his golf bag looks like a bouquet of flowers with it's all this head so coming. bad.
4: Of, what, your wife so do, bad.
0: what? She's a florist? Florist.
4: Yeah. yeah. Flowers? Well,
0: she doesn't make flowers. She <laughs> owns the flower <laughs> store.
3: <laughs> this is, believe me, she doesn't but, make but them. I think the problem is, George, those drivers are getting so big. So big. And yes. you guys are cheating by playing with those. Big, yeah, I mean, so go back to a smaller driver. Yeah. Adhere that, to the head I cover. guarantee that persimmon
2: driver I don't will fit in there. I got one. I got an old one at home would <laughs> my nike rental will
4: mm-hmm. all right should <laughs> we, hit, should hit, should we hit, hit him with a rapid
2: fire come on babe you
1: got anything oh, or oh, you want oh, me to I got
4: one. all right
1: so here we go a little sheridan's unforked eating good feeling
4: good
0: <laughs> wow
1: rapid fire for coach berms here we go look at this improv all right so the best ball striker you've ever seen rapid rapid rapid
3: on my team, or is this in general anybody? Uh, Victor Hovland.
1: The other than Charlie Hillier. A
2: rapid
1: other than Charlie Hillier, the best short game. Chase Hanna. If you had to pick anyone in the world at this moment to hit a ten footer for you, who would it be? Zach Johnson. Oh wow! Dang it! I thought you were going to pick me. <laughs> if you didn't coach college. Golf, what sport would you coach? I think I'm a hell of a
3: basketball coach. You kind of have that swag. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'd like that salary that Coach Self makes, too. Yeah. Yeah. Goes right with it. (laughs) We all would.
1: If you could pick a dream from all the schools you've had, a dream foursome of players, and you can exclude these two knuckleheads,
3: who would it be? Well, I'd probably take um, Ben Pettit. At Drake, because he was probably the best there. Unfortunately, Zach played behind him. Martin Laird at Colorado State. And probably, um, since I can't take Team Hillier because that would be a FISEM, I'd probably take Chase and let him ask 400 questions on the first (laughs) (laughs) tape. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All
1: right,
4: go ahead. Uh, I got got one. Um, It's not really rapid fire, but... From the 12 years you've been at KU, if you had to pick the five best players and put them forward into a national championship tomorrow, who would you pick? And please don't say
0: Harry.
3: Please. (laughs) George, he set me up on this. I know it because he thinks you're going to say his name. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Put him as as Indy.
3: Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah. (laughs) Can
0: we take
3: six? I'll take Harry as the Indy.
5: You're
3: an Indy. You know, obviously, I think Chase, uh, Big 12 champion – Needs to be in there. Uh, I I will certainly take Charlie Hillier. There you go, Jim. Uh, I would take Harry. I think I would take. Um, <laughs> this is where we struggled today. Yeah. You know, as my fifth man, I would take the fifth lowest stroke average in Ku history and Ben Siegel. Wow. Good call. Yeah.
0: What about the guy, the lefty, that we played with once in a while here that's won everything? Yeah, Davis Cooper. What about him? He's hard.
3: He's a good player.
0: He's He's like like Brian
3: Harmon. Yeah. He doesn't
0: impress you, but he wins. He does not. But he won. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's a he's a good player. Yeah, he is. I caddied for Kevin in the Watson, and, and we played with him, and I walked out of there going, I'm not that impressed. He ends up winning it. But, God, the guy is a good player.
1: You add up the score, and it says 66. Yeah, he's really good.
3: Yeah. Uh, Davis is hard to keep off there. I'll tell you, my glue guy, uh, Drew Shepard, didn't look the part. No, I've, yeah, really I've met him. Really I've well. met him with you guys. Awesome guy. I mean, he was like the QB. He was like the point guard. Andy Spencer was awfully good too right. uh, in his time. So there's there's multiple.
1: Drew's golf swing though just looks like a wet octopus falling out of a hey. tree. Yeah.
3: Hey, Ben I'm Welly. Careful. <laughs> Stop it. I, I think Ben Welly. Uh, I own that brand.
0: I saw you guys all last year. I was last year, two years ago. I saw you at El Dorado in Palm Springs. Last when year. I was there, that was last year. That was last year. How do you book those trips? I know Jack Clevenger probably set that up for sure. you, right?
3: You know, uh, Kent McCarthy is a huge yeah, KU Kent. guy. So you guys
0: went and played his course. Yeah, we stayed up there. We stayed with Kent
3: and Missy. Yeah, at their. Uh, it's not a house; it's a compound. Right. So
0: the whole team stayed there. Yes. Wow. Yeah.
3: We don't stay in. Way. We got to upgrade, uh,
1: George. We got to upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I've known Kent, Kent for years. Yeah, he's a great. I've guy. I've known Kent a
3: for huge years. KU guys. Yeah. So, but Jack, uh, Frank Kirk, we play at the Kika yeah, Country Frank. Club, uh, play sure. Stone Eagle with Kent. And, wow. Uh, you know, that's just an awesome trip for the guys, play at the plantation. Um so it's a lot of fun. Well, like you can, if you
0: guys get to Arizona this year, I will get make sure you guys are welcome at Whisper Rock.
3: Can you get Drew Stoltz in the group too? Yes, just so he can tell stories. <laughs> yes, because I, I and Colt Nost, yeah, if oh, they're in town. I don't if know if we town. can handle both
0: of them. No, yeah, if they're in, in town, that's and that's then long. maybe we'll do a dinner one night. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Coach loves
4: long dinners. <laughs> <laughs> long dinners. He loves George. Long can cook. Amazing. Right, How many
0: guys travel with you on your team? You know, we
3: usually take six, oh, uh, five with an indie. Yeah. Uh, the coaches, What's an indie mean? So they play in the Individual. tournament. Individual. Individual. They don't play uh, for the team score. So they're gaining experience. They're on the oh, team. Okay. They're traveling. They're so practicing. you got seven
0: guys. No, well, we
3: still have six.
1: Six. Okay. Five plus one.
3: Five plus one is six. <laughs> now,
2: now you know how he beats me. In yeah. 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 <laughs> I think he's
3: doing some sharp math.
2: <laughs> All right. What do you say?
3: Wrap it up, so Let's wrap
2: it up.
3: All right, so um, Coach, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Um, always good to see George and Kevin, and obviously Team Hillier. Um,
1: you get enough digs at Harry, or you want to
3: do an extra? Yeah. You
1: know, <laughs> I. I know.
5: <laughs>
3: Harry, what was your favorite class in college?
4: Uh, yoga, because I got a C in it, and it was attendance. <laughs> All attendance. <laughs> <been>. <laughs> missed like eight classes or something.
3: He's the only guy that's ever gotten seat in yoga. In yoga. <laughs> ever in the history yes. of Kansas. And it was on a
4: Thursday morning, so dollar night, Wednesday. No chance of making it at 8 a.m. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> College <laughs> golf is hard.
2: Oh, my, oh God. my God. I feel for you, my friend. You weathered the storm. If you can get through this guy, you can coach yeah, We're all downhill from What's here. The rest What's rest greatest is- achievement ever?
3: My greatest achievement, I said it before, is... Harry Hillier graduated from college. Yeah. By far, I don't even know what second place is. No, no. am just holding down the week? staves. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now you're running the staves. Yeah, I'm, running, I'm running, running the staves here. and I still need a race.
2: Uh, All right. We got more fun. Yeah. Golf Underground like Wardo. We got Hillier, George, Coach Burble, and, and Harry. Come on and uh, see us next week because we're going to have. um. Neil Smith coming to join us next oh week. Oh God! A little, how
0: great is that? A little
2: Chiefs, uh, a little Chiefs pregame, right? That would
0: that would be unbelievable to get Neil next week. Yes, they have their last preseason Guess. game this week, and then we'll get some insight. He was here today picking up a new
2: driver. Yeah, and yeah. he's got a couple Super new shafts, and um, yeah, and he's got hands like a oh my monster, God. doesn't he? crazy. Like, I didn't even like know Neil played golf. Play Look at my little yeah. baby hands. Oh my God. Well, no, I know it. You wonder why I'm a double That's amazing. No wonder your wife's
0: a golden girl. <laughs> Harmon looks like is, is your daughter's hands bigger than
2: yours? <laughs> 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 they are. And, 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 so, and, so, and so are Harry's. That's why I wouldn't let her date him. <laughs> All right. See you next week at a golf underground.
4: <laughs> we need to see each other out. Me and his daughter.